coming to you from a cozy little condo high atop old Fort Ward, Atlanta. Welcome, Welcome to The Ron Show on America One Radio. Here's your host, Ron Roberts. All right, thanks for joining me. And if like me, I'm admitting this of myself, you may be super late to the Cop City Movement discussion. I admittedly have been timid to even tip my toe into the water, knowing precious little about it. But the violence last Wednesday, the protests, the fiery, damaging protests in downtown Atlanta over the weekend led me to conclude I really need to brush up on this and we need to be talking about this more and learning about this more together if we have to. So uh, I shared today on our Facebook page and uh, Twitter as well, at RonshowATL, an Algera Plus piece, well done Algera Plus piece, that is fairly comprehensive. It talks about the land's history, the ecological impact, environmental impact, uh, neighbors who live around the proposed Cop City development and their thoughts, uh, that there's already a police training range nearby, so they hear the gunfire already. Expect that to be amped up with uh, additional uh, high-speed chase training and tear gas training, things of that nature, a, a fire training facility as well. Um, the Again, we talked about the uh, the environmental impact, the, the water in that uh, watershed already dealing with high contents of pollution. Uh, it's just a, a stunning piece that the uh, Al Jazeera Plus people did. Again, shared that on our Facebook and at Twitter, at Ron Show ATL. So, in an effort to really kind of get caught up on this story, and honestly, I feel when there is a loss of life, whether it would have been a police officer or an activist in the case of a 26-year-old Tortuguita, who, by all accounts, spoke of nonviolence and yet had a gun on him and, according to police, shot first, despite there not being any body cam footage, I just feel like it's incumbent upon us, if for no other reason than to honor that loss of life for someone who was so passionate about what they believed in, that that person, that movement deserves to be heard out, right? And contrarily, the the city as well, the Atlanta Police Foundation, the mayor, the city council, those who voted for it, uh, deserve to be heard out as well. And so we have offered this show many times, whether it be individually or just in an open call here on the air for anyone who wants to discuss this from their point of view. The South River Watershed Alliance, we have reached out to them. We have reached out to the uh, the defenders of the forest folks. We have reached out to city councilmen. We have emailed the mayor. Anyone is welcome to join the show and discuss this uh, in, in an effort to have us all better understand this as uh, Atlanta citizens, as Georgia residents, uh, as Americans who are concerned uh, about the NIMBY effect. There is a lot of that at play as well. Why did we choose this piece of property in this area of Atlanta that is more than 75% person of color? It's a valid question. Uh, I stumbled upon this video, and, and I'd love to play for you uh, audio from the uh, Al Jazeera Plus video. I don't have permission to do that. So we're just not going to, uh, again, I can share it on social media and did at uh, Ron Show ATL on Twitter and on Facebook as well. But um, 
Oluyemi Oluron is a Brooklyn-based uh, movement lawyer and political commentator. She is co-host of the Leftist Mafia podcast and host of Tea Time with Olai. So you can, uh, and you can also, by the way, subscribe to her on Substack at Olurinati, O-L-U-R-I-N-A-T-T-I. So she kind of gives a nice little two and a half minute summation about what Cop City is all about. I want to share that with you. If you're just now hearing about Cop City, you probably don't know what it is, and you might even think activists are being hyperbolic by calling it that. But no. Atlanta police do not just want to create a new training facility. No, no, no. They want to take $90 million and 350 acres of land, of public park space, to build on top of a former plantation and prison farm in order to create a mock city of Atlanta where Atlanta police will be free to practice urban warfare tactics. They want to create a mock city of Atlanta, a city that is 50% black as of 2021 and a city where 20% of the people live in poverty and 70% of the people do not support cop city. In that city, they want to create a mock city where they are free to, to, to test out explosions, tear gassing, bombing, high-speed chases. That is what they consider policing. They want to spend $90 million to tear down forest land to create 350 acres worth of a mock city where they can test out policing. And policing for them is tear gassing, bombing, explosions, and high-speed chases. That is how they are practicing policing this majority black city. To do this, they want to cut down a substantial part of the South River Forest, which is there to help prevent flooding and extreme heat to the residents of Atlanta. On top of that, the land that they want to build on top of has been in dispute for decades, as it is. And there have already been activists saying that land should be used to create affordable housing for Atlanta's residents. But no, they want to tear down forest land, take land that has been in dispute in order to create a fucking cop city. If that's not a police state, I don't know what is. Many local activists have taken up the cause of preventing the construction of Cop City, and several of them have lived in the forest now. This is the second year they have lived in this forest, protesting the development of Cop City. Last week, Atlanta police entered and shot, shot, and mercilessly murdered protester Manuel Esteban Duran. Since they started a campaign vilifying him, suggesting that he shot first, but there's been no evidence produced to suggest it. Since then, what always happens whenever a protester or anybody is killed by the police, the media does their best to interpret and portray any, any level of pushback and resistance by the protesters as riots, all while ignoring the fact that police officers entered their home, murdered this kid in order to continue their efforts to create an entire mock city where they can practice doing the same to the rest of the Atlanta residents. Okay, so upon listening to that, I have to make a couple of corrections. Uh, the 300 plus acre part that uh, Olayame is uh, speaking about is actually just, I, I, I want to say it's down to like 85 acres. So I, I presume that there's a buffer zone there. And I believe only 250 acres were actually set aside. Also, the notion that cops invaded protesters' homes, the, the forest, to engage in a, an altercation. I mean, it's not, it's not their home. It's not. I mean, I, I get it. It, it. It's a touch hyperbolic, so let's just point that out. Also worth noting that the dead protester, Manuel, Manuel Terran, who uh, was known by his allies and friends as Tortuguita, or Little Turtle, uh, had been in contact with his mother, who lives in uh, Panama, 
uh, routinely. They would converse on WhatsApp. So according to The Guardian, by the way, I'm just going to start from the second paragraph. So by midweek, when she hadn't received a message from Atlanta since Monday, she began to worry. Thursday around noon, a friend of Manuel's, whose chosen name was Tortuguita or Little Turtle, messaged her with condolences. Quote, I'm so sorry, they wrote. For what, she asked. Tehran wound up discovering that on Wednesday around 9.04 a.m., an as-of-yet unnamed officer or officers had shot and killed her son. The shooting occurred in an operation involving dozens of officers from Atlanta Police, DeKalb County Police, Georgia State Patrol, the Georgia Bureau of Investigation, and the FBI. We learned late yesterday that the GBI had released uh, purchase information. They showed records of Tortuguita purchasing uh, Smith & Wesson pistol back in 2020. And there's no body cam footage because I believe the first folks on the scene were Georgia State Patrol. Georgia State Patrol doesn't do body cams uh, except at the state capitol and for some reason Jekyll Island. I don't understand why that... It, otherwise, they, they of course, they're Georgia State Patrol. They tend to stick to dash cams. The slain activist mother, by the way, tells The Guardian that she's coming to the U.S. to defend his honor, saying that, quote, I'm convinced that he was assassinated in cold blood. Again, there's just so much to have learned about this. And I want to commend the, uh, the AJ Plus, uh, Algiers uh, Plus, for that. It was like a 25-minute documentary that uh, we, again, shared on our Facebook page and on Twitter. You, you can learn about how, how we got to this point, whereas before, like in 2017, this uh, swath of land had been set aside in city plans for a key part of efforts to... Uh, maintained, uh, you know, a tree canopy, a buffer against global warming, uh, against flooding for residents who live in and around the area. Again, notably, most, the overwhelming majority of residents around this property, 75% African-American. And then Keisha Lance Bottoms and council uh, voted in 2021 to set aside about a third of this land for a police development training center. Now, anyone who's kind of kept up with this show, since its inception, understands that I am decidedly left of center. Some would say I'm progressive. Some would say I'm crazy progressive. But I'm also also a 48-year, about to be a 49-year-old southern-born white male. So there, there's a bit of a pragmatist strain in me as well. And when you hear me yesterday push back against the violence downtown, I understand the palpable frustration from the events of Wednesday as well. Just know that this show is going to be a fair place to hash out this discussion as the debate rolls on. In fact, I'm looking forward to talking with Jackie Eccles from the South River Watershed Alliance from an ecological perspective tomorrow. More Ron Show on America One Radio next. I'm hoping you've heard me say this before. I am actually also a realtor with EXP Realty. And you can learn more about me and my business at rononthereal.com. Or you can call me if you have questions about buying or selling your house. Just want to find out what your home's worth. 843-283-0078. Actually, you can get the home valuation done at rononthereal.com as well. And see the latest listings. About to list a nice home down in McDonough in a 55-plus retirement community. Can't wait to tell you a little bit more about that. But what I do want to tell you about is this. Have you noticed, by the way, everybody's been grousing about interest rates rising? They've actually been going down, mortgage rates anyway, for the last few months. Hmm, interesting. Okay, so it's not like historic lows like it was in 2020 and 2021, but still, we are seeing a little bit of a backtrack in mortgage rates. 
And by the way, lenders are offering buy-down programs that can get that mortgage rate down by one, two, often three percentage points so that you are buying back at the rates folks were buying at in 2021. I'd love to introduce you to some of those lenders. A lot of them, good friends of mine, I can set you up and then we can start looking for your new place. Give me a call at 843-283-0078 or hit me up, ron at rononthereal.com. Georgia MLS, 396-720. And if you're looking to sell your home, well, I just told you, interest rates are actually kind of crawling back a little bit. So there's a lot more interest in the housing market again. I get it. It's the holidays. You want folks not traping through your house and gawking at your Christmas presents. And that goofy uncle of yours is visiting from Vermont through the holidays to get away from the snow. That's fine. Don't have to list it right now, but it is time to start talking about listing your home if you're looking to do so in January or February, right before the spring market heats up. Give me a call, 843-283-0078, ron at rononthereal.com.